Well, happy new year. Good morning. We are so excited that you have decided to spend the start of your new year with us here at Whitewater. And can I just say how fun it was to kick off with that song, to praise God and to jump around. And it's always a bit more exciting when we're all gathered together as one body, young and old. And I just could not be more pleased to be here with you all. So much fun. So today, thanks guys. So uh, today we want to walk us all through um, kind of a, a journey backwards through 2022. And we want to do this because I heard this quote and it kind of made me think of this moment. It's, um, so forgetfulness is the greatest enemy of our faith. You want to know why? Uh, when we forget what God did, we'll stop believing what God will do. So let me say that again. Forgetfulness is the greatest enemy of our faith. When you forget what God did, you'll stop believing what God will do. And church, we don't want to stop believing what God will do. We don't wanna stop believing that he will show up in this new year. So we're gonna take a look back. We're gonna celebrate. We're gonna worship. We're gonna share stories uh, so we can remember and we can boldly step into the new year expectant that God will show up. Right, guys? So excited. I hope it's not like this the whole hour we're together. <laughs> it's going to be like I'm this the whole time. I'm confident that these guys have wonderful things to share. So, uh, Alan, you want to kick us off? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, so I'm, I'm Alan Reed. Reed. Jerica. Jerica. Yeah, we're some of the pastors here. And, uh, yeah, so thank you thank you for talking about celebrations. Uh, because one of the, my favorite conversations that we had as a staff was, man, how can we celebrate more as a community, right? And uh, celebration's really important um, because it says it right here. Um, uh, I love how Philippians 4.4 says it. Celebrate God all day, every day. I mean, revel in him. And we're not just talking about, you know, uh, the big celebrations like birthday parties and new cars. We're talking about the celebrations in our own personal lives of like, yo, oh, God, thank you for letting me breathe today right? Let's celebrate life because um, celebration and gratitude go hand in hand. And so we want to celebrate. Yeah. We want to celebrate. So one of the big celebrations that I uh, want to celebrate, uh, it's great because I'm saying celebrate like a million times. Um, there is uh, something last year that was called the homecoming celebration. Who was Who there? Who was there? Raise your hands. Yeah. 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 And all the fun we had stuff. some good stuff. We had some good stuff happening. Um, yeah. So, uh, so here's the thing: is uh, it was around homecoming time in our local schools, yeah. and then we we up here were talking about the prodigal son and his homecoming, and so we thought, how can we celebrate like that at the end of that parable? Because they, what did they do? They killed the fattened calf, which just generally means, uh, yo, they partied like 1999. You know what mm. I'm saying? Food. So, Food. Yeah, yeah they food, have food is good. So uh, they met. So food trucks, right? Food trucks. Who had a who had a uh, you know one of those grilled sandwiches? Uh, I had I had like a barbecue one. It was good. <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we had games. Uh, we um, uh, we had corn a cornhole tournament. Right? Giveaways. Giveaways. We're giving away some stuff. So uh, so thank you so much to Eddie, everybody who was there. And and if you weren't there. I want to let you know that we will continue to do stuff like that because, again, weekends, our weekends here should be about celebration. Here's another thing I want to celebrate. So um, as we gather, right, um, some of y'all don't know this, but that baptistry is usually open. And so which means that we are expecting that God is working in and in through somebody's life in that moment, in in a weekend. And so I want to let y'all know, I want to celebrate this with y'all 
over the past uh, 18 months, we've had 198 people get baptized. Say it Let's again. go. Say it again, Alan. Over the past 18 months, yes. 198. If, and if you were baptized in 2022, can you please yeah, just stand? Hand. Yeah, or Did just you, stand. Can you stand? If you, if you baptized, got baptized, yeah, they, let's go. Yeah. Awesome. That is worth celebrating. Best decision. Best decision of your life, right there. So, yeah, uh, so, so thank special. you. Uh, it was, it was. It's just beautiful when we get to see life transformation. So, uh, Jer, I wanna, I wanna point it off to you. What are yeah. some things that you uh, wanted to celebrate? Uh, I could stand here all day and share with you different celebrations and mm. parties that we experienced in the year of 2022. But I had to pick one. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna pick two. But we, in the summer of 2022, many of you contributed to something that is my favorite of all time. And you might not even know it. But in the summer, we had what was called picnics in the parking lot. If you were a part of that, would just give us a little shout. Yes. See, I knew there was a lot of you out there. Our summer programs that we had here at Whitewater are done in partnership. So we did these events in the summer uh, in partnership with the Life Center, the community pantry at Whitewater, and with our schools. So uh, feeding kids is really important to us. We want to meet the physical needs of kids in our community so that we can make way for spiritual opportunities and spiritual conversations. Um, there's really nothing better than that. No, that's so, pretty great. But let me share with you this. In picnics in the parking lot in 2022, there were 1,426 meals served to children. 1,400, over 1,400. Uh, the Good. pantry was able to provide these meals and we were able to make 400 take-home bags for kids, 600 family food bags, and we were able to have fresh produce each week. And maybe you're wondering, why does this matter? I'm happy to tell you why this matters. Kids in our community need food. Newsflash. But they need food not only in the school months, but through the summer as well. And many of the kids in our community receive the majority of their food when they are at school. So the church stepped in during those summer months, continued food programs like the Backpack Club, and stepped up to feed the kids even in those summer months. So food, fun, a little Jesus sprinkled in there uh, was my favorite way to celebrate and party in 2022. And it was these events events like picnics in the parking lot that continue to keep doors open in our community. And I'll share in a little bit why that matters. Uh, but read, at picnics in the parking lot, we had lots of students, uh, middle school and high school students who were serving in the summer. Uh, but in the winter months, what was your favorite celebration? Yeah, uh, my name is Reed and I like to party. So, um, hello Reed. You can tell, he's very yeah, excited. Right. One of my favorite things that we do all year, uh, we had just gotten out of COVID. We had said, hey, listen, our students have not had a place to get together, no community, no uh, collection of just getting together and like nobody even talked to. Uh, and we had said, hey, what should we do with this problem? And we got into a space where we were like, well, you know what, let's go like kind of old school. Let's semi do like a revival weekend. Uh, but let's just make it as fun as we possibly can and make connections. And we started to call that Big Chill, right? Big, big, the Big Chill. I wore this on purpose. The Big I Chill. I wore this on purpose. Well, the first year, students don't go anywhere the first time, <laughs> right? So the first year, we had 89 students. Okay, 89, that's pretty good. 89 students. Good. We partnered with two churches. We had multiple baptisms and multiple kids say, hey, listen, I want to give my life to Jesus. Yeah. Awesome. 
the next year, last year, 2022, Big Chill, we had 150 students. Say it again. 150. 150. Two churches partnered with us. Uh, and, I, and I say that because uh, I love how many students come. I love what that means to each individual student that comes. Um, but I also say the two churches, Mark, because I totally believe in the, hey, our students were struggling other churches were struggling in community as well. And how in the world could we get them together to reach the next generation? Yeah. Big Chill was our answer for that. So we started saying, hey, I totally believe the Bible, right? Yep. Uh, so where it says in Ecclesiastes 4.9, it says two are better than one for they can help each other succeed, That's right? Two are better than one. They can help each other succeed. Well, then three, four, five, six, seven, that's what helps, makes, that helps us reach the next generation. And that's what we're trying to do with Big Chill. So this year, we purposely do not know how many students are signed up for Big Chill. Yeah. We never watch. We're just saying, hey, God, bring the ones that need to come. We work on how many other churches can we get involved. This year, we've been talking with eight different churches or parachurch organizations to get involved this year in Big Chill, which is awesome. really, really, really awesome. Yeah. So I'm really stoked about that. Yeah. One of the ways that we partner is we kind of reach out and we say, hey, listen, um, can you tell us about like a song? Can you tell us? Oh, yeah, Randy Dooley, speaker for Big Chill. Night three, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Uh, we, we say, hey, can we get a song? Can we like see what kind of, what kind of songs your students yeah. have been singing, what impacts them, what they love? Um, and we did that for Whitewater. We started putting that out there for the other youth groups to figure out too. But like, hey, can you give us a, some song suggestions? Well, we got one response back. Hold on, wait. There's a TikTok about this, right? There's a TikTok about that. I don't even that. know. But you all know about TikTok now because, like, be real. No, that's not even the same That's thing. not the same app. <sighs> I don't We're know. so old. Anyway, let's show them the video. Yeah, you're an old person. I, uh, yeah, check I, this video out real quick. Yeah, it, it was Firm Foundation. We got one suggestion back, and that was it. It was Firm Foundation, and Sarah said, what are we going to do? Sing 20 different Firm Foundations for four days in a row? Four days, yeah. And it's a great song. We absolutely love it, and our students love it because of the impact that it's had on their life and what they're singing, but also in this room, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and we want... We want to start off this year, the, when the three of us and the team got together to think about today, we're like, what songs are just kind of the heartbeat of this church for this season? And we could not have chosen a better one. And we were led by our students in this way. So we want all of you right now to stand to your feet. And we want to declare in this year that Christ is our firm foundation. And let me just encourage you, no matter what may come your way this year, because when I look around this room, I'm a bit overwhelmed and thinking that there's gonna be some life lived in this room in the next 12 months. There might be people in this room that won't be here next year. There might be relationships that are built. There might be relationships that are broken. There, there might be life that's born either a baby or somebody who gives their life to Christ. But through all of that, we have the opportunity to declare that Christ is our firm foundation. Amen. So let's sing this biblical truth out. Let's celebrate and worship God in this way together as one family. Amen. All right, now we're going to sing it 19 more times. Let's do it. Yeah, it's so good. I wouldn't be mad about that. <laughs> I wouldn't, it's such a good Already. song. Yeah, yeah. So last year we sang this at Big Chill, right? Yeah. And it was such a big moment, an awesome moment. Uh, and we weren't really 
planning on baptizing anyone, and we ended up baptizing 10-plus students, which is wild. Yeah. Right? But one of them was watching online, saw the whole service, and was like, I got to get in there. Yeah. Drove here, was here within 25 minutes and got baptized. And you know me. I'm like, yeah, right? I like that. You know me. I get caught off guard, and I start asking weird questions. I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Who are you? And she's like, I don't know, but I'm getting baptized. And I was like, let's do this thing. So it was really awesome. Yeah, I love that. But man, I love this this concept of worship and praising and with all of our beings being able to worship. That's that's literally my favorite part about this whole thing is when I see when I come here every weekend and I see everybody I see people raising their hands I see people crying out I see people raising their voices it it makes me choke up because it really uh, shows me that we are really worshiping God it's 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 an up and down relationship and and we get to do it together yeah. right so um, it's my favorite part and and if you're new to Whitewater um, you probably don't know this but we've had two worship teams operating this whole time. Did y'all know this? We've had two worship teams. We had the beautiful team that leads up here, uh, here in this platform, and then we've had uh, a young team leading us in the youth space, uh, and they're brilliant. They're, they're really so good. <laughs> good. Uh, I, I am so proud. This is some, one of my proudest moments uh, is that we uh, have combined those teams last year, and so now you will get to see all ages and stages here on this platform and that platform, and that platform, and then any other platform that's outside yeah. of these walls. That's a lot of platforms. That's a lot of platforms. Yeah. Um, but that's how it should be. Um, so, yeah, praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Don. Um, so, uh, it was really, really apparent. Um, I don't know if y'all remember this, but do you remember when the youth took over the stage? It was sweet. Um, it, you show, you, it showed us all the combined pieces working together, and we cannot wait for that to continue happening throughout uh, our year in 2023 and then on. Because think about all the wonderful, awesome young leaders that are here right now. They're so young right now, but then think about it when they grow up. Think about how big the kingdom can expand once they're grown up and they're leading our other churches and other worship experiences. So that's something I I, I choke up about. Yeah, and I think it's beautiful that we allow space for young leaders. Uh, That's what they are. It's not like they're emerging or soon-to-be leaders and we're allowing them to practice. No, they are leaders right now, and we get to be led by them, and there's something beautiful about that. So thank thank both of you, actually, for investing into the generation that's a bit younger than us and allowing them to uh, lead the way God has called them to lead. Yeah, I actually love, uh, I love that. And as, as a, and as my job, what I love seeing more than anything, it's not the numbers. It's not like, for, it's not anything like that. Really, it's how many people are committing their life to this idea of I worship God with everything that I am all the time. And so, yeah, right? So I learn stuff from students all the time because I'm not very good at this. Uh, and I'm like, wow, you know what? Like, Every single year, ten, there, there tends to be just students that pop out or uh, young leaders that pop out that you're like, uh, what are you doing? And why are you making look, me look bad, right? Like, I don't understand. Well, I, obviously, I need to up my faith level a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and we have this underlying verse in our next-gen system, and it's Job 5.8. And it says, as for me, I would seek God, and to God would I commit my cause, who does great things, unsearchable, marvelous things without number. 
And so for us, it is every single time I see a student commit, you're talking about the band, man, every single time I see a student commit their cause, their talent, their purpose to the king. This is what I'm doing. This is what I was made for, to commit to the kingdom of heaven, to expand it. Man, that gets me fired up every time. And one of my favorite things in 2022 was we were on this trip, and we had just talked to some students, and we were like, hey, if you want to go to this seminar thing, it's really talking about, like, um, how do you commit your life to God? Do you want to do ministry? Uh, And we had, like, two students that were, like, the obvious students, you know, when you got the ones that you're like, for sure, they're coming. Uh, and we watched one by one as over half of our students, 14 plus students, walked into a space and said, hey, I want to commit my everything to God. Everything. I want to do ministry. Everything. Right. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. What made me the proudest is they were like, I don't really want to, most of them, were like, I don't really want to work for a church. I want to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. I want to work in a school. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. You get it. Yep. You are ready to commit your talent, your passion, your purpose to everything God has called you to do. And uh, that's what I'm so excited about. And most of our students, they, they come out of this. We have these things called one, one nights because uh, we do this thing. We practice this thing called one life. Who's the one person in your life that, is, uh, that needs the hope of Jesus? Which that that's needs, good for all of us, not just for, students. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we should all practice who's, it. Yeah. Who's the yeah, one person we, in your life? Yeah, who is the one person in your life? What's the one person in your life that you could, you could pray for? You could invite to your family dinner. You could invite to go with you to the grocery store, to the ball game, to the whatever it could be, right? Just inviting them into your life. And this year, I'm going to attribute this to one life and one nights. We had 206 new students walk through our doors. Never walked into Whitewater before. 200. 206. And what I love... Is it's not anything that we did. Our students are doing ministry. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about right there. Think about how many of those students weren't even Christian is what blows my mind. Yeah. Right? Like, I love that they are inviting people. Invitation is so important. Right. So, Reed, I love that you said it's not, it's not anything that Whitewater put on, but it was students living their faith out in their daily lives, which typically students spend the majority of their time where? School. School. You know, I'm pumped about this. So when I think about 2022 and worship experiences and kids giving all that they got to Jesus, I cannot think of anything better than what I'm about to share with you. So God continues, even in 2023, in 2023, he's continuing to open doors in our schools. And the most amazing thing that I have experienced, I think in my, my ministry career altogether, is what is called Lightning Squad. And you might not know what this is, but this is an after-school program in all of the Harrison Elementary Schools. So that's in three schools where about 100 kids come to be a part of this. They are learning about the light of Jesus and how they can be the light in their schools. Inside schools. So in the school building, we worship, we pray, we hear from God's word, and of course we do it through fun, right? There's many of you out here who are a part of this, and I I wanna say thank you. We couldn't do it without you. But in 2022, uh, we focused on the armor of God. We thought it would be important to teach kids uh, the importance of armoring up and protecting themselves against the devil. And it was really fun to teach them this. It was really fun to worship in this way. And even in Harbortown here on campus, uh, our kids learned this truth as well. 
So what I love about Lightning Squad is that it is an image, a beautiful image of a network of churches uh, providing hope for kids in their schools. I'm gonna say that again. Lightning Squad is not just done by Whitewater. It is done by a network of churches that come together to share and provide hope to kids. And we get to partner with other churches in Harrison to make the largest impact. So again, back to your point, where there are multiple of us working together, the stronger we will be. So um, I think right now, I want you all to kind of experience Lightning Squad. I'm so ready. Because How? I think if we all went to Harrison Elementary School or Miami Whitewater, we might overwhelm them. I mean, I'll take a few more of you, but if we all win, it might be too much. So I wanted to bring a little bit of Lightning Squad here. So if you don't mind, um, I could use some help. Uh, kids, definitely. Can you come up here? If you have spent yeah. any time in Harbortown, you will know this song. If you have spent any time in Lightning Squad, come on up, you will know this song. There are um, a few leaders out there. I'd love to see you up here. We can stand down here if you want. But if you are a part of Lightning Squad, if you are a kid of Harbortown Kid, would you join us up here? We're going to dance. We're going to sing yeah. uh, one of my favorite songs from Lightning come on up, Squad. Kids. There's no shame. We did this last week, too. Come on up. Come on up. Come on, you guys know this song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Got the belt of truth. Ayo, ayo. Put on my boots, gotta tell the good news. Ayo, ayo. The armor of God and the shield of faith. Ayo, ayo. Got my sword and my helmet, now it's time to pray. Ayo, ayo. Put on the full armor of God, stay strong against the evil one. Put on the full armor of God, the full armor of God. You got the belt of truth Ayo, ayo Put on my boots, gotta tell the good news Ayo, ayo The armor of God and the shield of faith Ayo, ayo Got my sword and my helmet, now it's time to pray Ayo, ayo Put on the full armor of God Stand strong against the evil one
Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That is good stuff. Come on, on down. Yeah, come on. You can come this way. All right. All right. You oh. can. Yeah, be careful. We're out of breath. There's stairs. Oh. So oh, I dare you. You can, you can jump, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, just, just, uh, get, just get down there. I mean, yeah, if, you, just... if your parent tells you you can. Yeah, right, um, right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, I did, like, go on throughout your day and try not to sing that. Just saying. You're going to be like, it's... put on. Yeah. I'm not even going to speak after this. I'm just going to. Put on. Uh, anyway, thank you for uh, experiencing that with me. It truly is. If you are a part of Lightning Squad, you know this. It's unreal. The door that God has opened for us in our schools, uh, specifically, I'm speaking about Harrison schools right now, uh, that we can gather a hundred kids and we can shout and we can sing and we can praise God in a school. So there are lives being changed through those kids and their families, but also the student, uh, the teachers, the staff that walk by, that ask questions, that wonder what in the world are they doing with a full armor suit guy in the hallways. Um, we do like cause a scene so that we can have conversations about Jesus. So if you have family, if you have kids that are a part of Harrison schools and you didn't know this was an option, come talk to me. We would love to get you connected. We would love to have you join us in just a few weeks as we kick off Lightning Squad in January. Um, it's just so good. So if you would, would you pray for our schools, pray for our leaders and students that are a part of Lightning Squad, and that God would continue to just fuel that flame and all of the good things that are happening in our schools. So thank you. Yeah, what an awesome community. And I've heard people who are like not really affiliated with the church, but they're like, I go to Lightning Squad. My kid goes to Lightning Squad. I know other Lightning Squad parents, which is, that's cool, right? That we're building communities in other places. And we're also building communities here. And that's kind of what I love about the church is how we build communities, how we partake and belong to communities. And this past year in 2022, we started a brand new community, Alan and Sarah and I. Let's go. Uh, and it was called Bridge. And it's for the young adults, 18 to 25. A brand new community for them and really it's ran by them yeah. uh, because of the community that they do. And when we first started it, we've actually doubled in the last year in the amount of young adults who attend, right? That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's awesome because they found, they were like, this is our community. But what I love the most about the people who are involved in it is they realize that their community just couldn't be about them. So they were like, our 18 to 25-year-old community isn't just about 18 to 25-year-olds. This is also about our church community, how we partake in that, how we help lead it, and how we participate and serve in it. And so you walk around all the time, and you guys might not notice, but people who are holding doors, people who are in the coffee shop, uh, there's a lot of bridge people who are serving around our church, and it's really, really awesome to see. Uh, because in 1 Peter 4, 10... It says, God has given us each, uh, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will, will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. And that's what I absolutely love is this idea of, okay, our community is saying, this is what I'm gifted at. This is how I'm talented. 
This is how we collectively help each other. And this is what I bring to the church community. Not what I take, what I give to. And that empowers me so much on a weekly basis. And one of the other things that we do every single year, it's a student ministry thing, and it's in the summer. And we were like, you know what? No one wants to come to anything that we do in the summer. And parents are like, you know what? I'm not going to make my kid go somewhere in the summer. Because they've been playing video games for six days. We might as well let them play for seven. Right? That's my own bias. I'm biased a little bit. But we started this thing, and it was totally built around community, belonging, and having fun. And it's called Tribes. Right. Tribes. And Tribes was like, hey, how do we make a summer camp and make it go all year or all summer for like eight, nine weeks? And we said, let's do this thing called Tribes. Every Sunday night, instead of our normal youth service, we were like, Let's have fun, play games, invite people in, I'm still and say, tired. "Hey, we want you to be in our community." <laughs> yeah, my back hurts still. Uh, so we started throwing people in mashed potato pools. We started uh, making new friends, and uh, honestly, like a couple injuries. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. they were all old people though, so it's fine. If you saw random little sacks of like flour all over the building, we're sorry. Or actually, us. or actual cooked eggs cooked in the eggs back on parking, the parking lot. lot. That was tribes. Yeah, we can't be, yeah, (laughs) nothing can happen. Tribes is just where people go nuts and you can't control it. Over the summer, we had seen 180 different students come, which is way higher than a normal summer attendance in our first year. And then the the next year, last summer, we saw 210 unique students come to tribes, invite new people in, Create a tribe of belonging. It's all very biblical. So Ecclesiastes 8, it says, so I recommend having fun. Say it again. I recommend having Having fun. fun. Mm. The Bible recommends we have fun. have fun. Because there's nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. And you guys have heard me sit up here and talk about how hard our students, our young adults, our kids, and their volunteers work, yeah. man, sometimes we just have an absolute blast because of those moments. Yeah. Yeah, another one of the communities uh, that I love is the giving community uh, here. And, um, you know, I want us to celebrate that uh, because as a church body, as a church community, we are aggressively determined to continue to provide hope to those who don't have it despite our own circumstances. You know, so much so that just a few months ago, um, you know, we, we created something called the Hope Initiative to say uh, that we will not stand idle uh, while the kids in our neighborhoods are going hungry, you know, while people are, are looking for hope um, in depression and poverty, while there are people who, who are out there who don't know the goodness of God, right? Um, and so to anyone who's already given to the Hope Initiative, we want to thank you. Thank you so much because um, uh, I want to give a praise report right here. Um, uh, we are 70% up to our goal. Yeah. So praise God. Yeah. It's awesome. We just started that a few months ago, right? Um, and so if you want to continue uh, to help us to finish strong, uh, go ahead on our website, whitewatercrossing.org slash give. Um, and, uh, and you can even use a QR code, uh, w- w- which will pop up later on. But thank you so much to everyone who's already given to the Hope Initiative. Um, Jerry, is there something else that some people can give to as well? 
Well, yeah, I just want to kind of continue on the Hope Initiative yeah, journey. Um, I want to share with you, many of you probably joined us uh, to celebrate Christmas Eve, and you were able to hear about some funds that were started for Three Rivers. That's called Jacket Cares. Um, again, through your generosity, uh, we are able to make impacts in our schools. You will um, become sick of me talking about this probably, but I'm unapologetic in this because I'm very um, sure that God is calling this church body to make an impact through our schools. Um, so let me just share with you what Jacket Cares is. This is their little um, description. This might be helpful for you. Um, educating and supporting the emotional, social, and mental health needs of the Three Rivers school community with thoughtful programming, and accessible resources. So last year in 2022, you all rallied and were able to give $50,000 to Three Rivers. And I would love to share with you that they now have more money in that fund and they were able to sustain that. They were able to help families throughout the year. You heard a story on Christmas Eve. They had back to school fests and jackets for jackets, multiple different fundraisers, and they still have money in that fund. We are still able to bless families in the Cleves uh, community and in that school district. Um, here's what's really cool, and I wish that you all could be a part of my day-to-day -day job and hear these stories firsthand, but we were gathered in the Harrison community, a bunch of churches, and we're trying to figure out how can we help Southwest schools. They are desperately in need of support. Students, just like Three Rivers, are struggling with their mental health, and the school doesn't know where to go. Uh, they shared the needs. The superintendent from Southwest, he shared the needs. And we all prayed and asked God, what would you have us do? What would you have Whitewater do? Um, so it looked like a conversation with Harrison school leaders and Three Rivers school leaders gathered in a room. Um, I was there, one of our student pastors was there. She and I were kind of just in awe that we got to see God move in this way. Um, Three Rivers shared their dream about Jacket Cares and how Whitewater supported that dream and made it possible. Harrison, the school district, they wanted some of this and I don't blame them. They have um, been blown away that a church community would want to do something like this. So after hearing um, about what, how Jacket Cares came about, they said, can we have one? Can we create Wildcat Cares? And you all stepped up and because of your generosity and because of the Hope Initiative, we get to uh, partner with Southwest and jumpstart their mental health fund. So um, can we just give God all of the glory in this moment yeah, awesome. for that? And I mentioned it earlier, but it's those programs throughout the year. It's the touch points in our schools and the, for the summertime and events like Big Chill, where we invite um, schools to be a part of that. It's those relationship building opportunities. It's those conversations. It's consistently showing up, not just popping in and popping out, but consistently being there for our community. It's that is what opens the door and we, I'm so proud of the collective we because we are obedient and we step into those open doors and we show up and we give God all that we've got and then he makes the change in the lives of our schools and in the communities. Um, you guys, it's just, I feel like it's the best way we can start this year. Yeah. Um, just taking a moment, paying attention to the things around us, taking in all of the things we just heard, um, 
and let's just thank God right now for what he has given us. And actually, I think, boys, I'm going to pray, and then I have a few more words about that. But I just feel yeah. led to thank God in this let's moment for what he has given us. So would you pray with me? God, you just amaze me. And it's kind of surprising, like, that I'm shocked when you show up. But I, I think I thank you for that. Thank you for um, renewing in me uh, wonder and awe for what you do. Um, as I look around this space, I see individuals who have served in the community. I see school leaders. I see pastors, young and old, um, who are making a difference. And God, I just, I ask in this moment that you continue to use our obedience. Today, day one, we want to follow your lead. We wanna be obedient to the calling that you have placed on our lives. And God, when we come together, and work together, you do amazing things. So God, all of us can look back and to one thing that happened last year and give you praise. So right now, we do that. Each of us individually right now, thank God for something. God, thank you for using this church, the people. Because we know that the church is your people. So thank you, God, for using your people to bring heaven to earth, to bring hope to so many who don't have hope. We are so grateful that you will lead and guide our path in 2023. And we, right now, God, put all of our trust and all of our faith in you because you sent your son Jesus to die for us. So we know that you keep your promises. We know that you love us with all that you got. You're worthy of our trust. So God, it's in his name that we pray together. Amen. Amen. So with him, we have been able to give so much to our communities through you. And like, we just gotta call that out sometimes. With God's power and with God's people, we're able to make a kingdom impact. So I don't want you to uh, think that your giving or your sacrifice is not worth it or it isn't making a difference because it is. That's why we stood here today and shared with you the stories that we shared. Because of your giving and because of God's faithfulness, our world is changing. So I kind of want to boldly just ask that you start this year off the same way. I know that we're committing to that. We're committing to give God, uh, to giving him all that we've got, our money, our time, our talents, all of that. Because we know that he will take whatever we hand him and uh, change the world around us. So join us, join me in giving to that. Not giving to just the church, but you're giving to God's kingdom and he will do wonderful things. The Bible tells us that he will do more than we could ever ask or imagine. Ephesians, I think, three, maybe? Something like that. God will do more than we could ever ask or imagine. So would you just trust him today in that? Thanks for being on this journey with us. Alan's gonna continue to lead us through a moment of worship, through communion, uh, and we will wrap up our time together thanking God for all that he's done.